Welcome to the Midweek Talk Through edition of Young Gun. I am Demetri Ravonish. Joe Ovius is my uh, guest this week. We'll get to him in just a moment. First, though, I've got to tell you about graffiti. They sponsor everything we do here, and they are the best place to watch Sunday football. 158 East Cedar Street in downtown Cary. 19 TVs, weekly prize giveaways during the games, axe throwing, and Sunday specials on all kinds of bourbon pours. Blanton's at $10, Eagle Rare and Angel's Envy at $9, and then McKenna 10-year, Heaven Hill 7-year, and Buffalo Trace all for $8. It is all happening at Graffiti. If you think of it as just a high-end cocktail bar, think of it differently on Sundays. You can watch plenty of football there as well. 158 East Cedar Street in downtown Cary. Hello, Joe Obvious. Hi, Dimitri. How are you? I am. I'm. I'm vexed because uh, I think people know that you and I are like super duper best friends. I don't know but, about the super duper part. I mean, you're my super duper best friend. Okay, that's fair. This is like uh, I don't know. The college football playoff best friends committee has to look at your game control. I see. I see. We'll Look, see I think we put up a strong. I think we put up a strong case this <laughs> a good, year. A good resume. Here's what vexes me. All right. I'm very happy to have you doing the talk through with me this week. Okay. But we have a uniform on this podcast that you are not adhering to. Oh, I need a hat, don't I? You do. No, is- see. So for for us, look, I, I don't have a hat, but you see, given what the Panthers have been doing, right. it's officially Carolina Hurricanes. No, no. Listen, I I understand your okay. affinity for Canadian NASCAR, but on this show, <laughs> we do have. <laughs> we do have expectations. <laughs> Bryce, Bryce, baby. All right. So please put the hat on and let's uh, let's get on with it. Okay. All right. What do you want? What do you want to talk about? All right. You, as Lauren and I were coming in on Monday, you said something that like I have been feeling for a long time and also wondering, is this just, is there just too much Bama in me? <laughs> Saying that this is very clearly on Frank Reich and the play calling, I actually was heartened to hear you feel the same way. Yeah, and I'm actually starting to wonder if the Carolina Panthers were in a larger market. Yeah. I'm not saying this as an indictment of those who cover the Panthers. Okay. I want to be abundantly clear what I'm saying here. The likes of Joe Person at The Athletic, Mike Kay at The Charlotte Observer, Julian Council, Locked On Hornets, or Locked On Panthers podcast, and our, our mutual friend Kyle Bailey mm-hmm. at WFNZ, guys that I would consider plugged into what's going on with the organization. But there's another guy who's nationally plugged into the organization that hasn't said squat about the Carolina Panthers since they drafted Bryce Young, ultimately. And that's our friend Jonathan Jones, yeah. CBS Sports <laughs> NFL Insider. <laughs> Jonathan, on the national level, because of how he came up through NFL ranks, is the most plugged-in Panthers guy nationally. Have you seen anything from Jonathan? I have not. Okay. I set this up to say that if the Panthers were in New York, Mm -hmm. if the Panthers were like Chicago, we would know already about whether or not Frank Reich actually wanted Bryce Young in the first place. The best that I've gotten, honestly, the best that I've gotten— was a throwaway line from Joe Person, who was on with Adam Gold on 99.9 mm-hmm. The Fan. And it was just this throwaway line about how, oh, hey, you know what? Um, you know, Derek Carr was a guy that Frank Reich really liked. Yeah. That Derek Carr fits the bill of what Frank Reich, this is not a secret, what he likes in a quarterback, mm-hmm. big quarterbacks. What does your hat say about Bryce Young? Uh, it says he's my sweet tiny prince. Dude, and I don't want to be that guy when it comes to Bryce Young, but this past weekend against the Minnesota Vikings, those field-level shots on Fox. Sure. Whoo, 
you know, I talked to uh, John Middlecoff, who used to be a scout with Philadelphia Eagles. Now he does regular work with Colin Cowherd. Mm -hmm. I talked to him this week and we were talking about podcasting stuff. And I just brought up, you know, hey, given your experience, what is it you see? And he said, you know, I actually loved Bryce at Alabama and was ready, ready to completely overlook the size thing because of the accomplishment until you see him on the field. Yeah. And I totally get that. That's the thing. I, I really do. And I do kind of wonder, I'm sure you've seen that overhead shot of him just completely missing that Adam Thielen was wide open on mm -hmm. the sack that ends up leading to the fumble that, that, uh, that seals the game. I do. There are times that I wonder, is that getting in the way? But I don't think that is no. the problem. I don't think it's the problem either. I don't think it's getting in the way. You got, you're getting paid millions of dollars to go win football games. Sure. Work with what you got. Yeah. Maybe Bryce Young wasn't the guy that you wanted, but you at least have to let him cook. Right. And I think that's the part that's been most frustrating to watch the Carolina Panthers. Clearly, he's comfortable doing stuff with Andy Dalton that he's not comfortable with Bryce Young. Mm -hmm. And you can tell Bryce Young in all the years that you watched him in Alabama – did you ever see Bryce Young look the way he looked coming off the field in the fourth quarter? No, not at all. Have no. you ever seen a post-game press conference with Bryce Young? I mean, I know he won a lot of games at Alabama, yada, yada, yada. But I'm, I'm telling you, like, it's not like they won them all, okay? Yeah. Did you ever see him look defeated the way he did in that post-game still in the uniform? No, not Brown at all. Brownlow called it performative on Monday. And I, I see where she's coming from on that. She says, he's like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to say this out loud, but it looks performative. I don't think I don't think it looks performative from Bryce Young's perspective. Everything that the Carolina Panthers have done so far has been performative, right down to what we've seen this week. Buddy, you haven't won a game. Yeah. How many teams have made it to the playoffs starting the year off 0-4? It's very, very small. There's like one team yeah. that's done in the modern era or something like that. Anyway, point is, I don't need to hear Scott Fritterer through sources saying, no, we're doubling down on right. Bryce. Well, if you were doubling down on Bryce, you wouldn't be playing the games that you're playing right now yeah. if you were truly a believer in Bryce Young. There's the action, and then there's the words, and I feel like somebody in the Panthers organization is way too online, and they're paying way too much attention to Roaring Riot or Four Man Rush. I'm not knocking those guys. Mm -hmm. It's just that, guys, these are fan groups. They're, they can change within 30 minutes how they feel about something. Somebody in that organization is reading that stuff. Yeah. And they feel the need to go out there and say it and Streisand affect the entire thing. I've never once thought about, you know, they need to double down. Why are you telling me that? We need a number one wide receiver. What happened to all the talking points from the summer? With right. the, you were really happy with this group, veteran guys who are going to help them it, develop. And now suddenly you want a number one wide receiver. You had a chance to do that with cap space in the summer. And see, that's what we talked about on the Tuesday show was I, I totally believe they're doubling down on Bryce for the long term. Don't tell me you still think the playoffs are in sight. No. Like, you know, I, and, and look, if you listen to the Tuesday show, I apologize that I'm repeating myself, but. Clearly, the Buccaneers didn't take the backslide we thought we were going to. You've already lost to the Saints. You've already lost to the Falcons. The Falcons, despite their quarterback, seem to have something cooking on offense. Mm -hmm. Why would you not reevaluate what is actually possible for you? Because anybody that thought the Panthers were going to make the playoffs, by the way, self-included, I'll raise my hand on that. I was in that group. Yeah, it was totally based on the lack of strength elsewhere in the division. And clearly, we were wrong. And I do wonder why it is that... And I'm going to circle back on Frank Reich here in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do wonder why it is that Fitterer, Tepper, Reich cannot reevaluate where they are in the in the hierarchy of the NFC South. Say this might be a lost cause, but it can only be for this year. I know why. Why? 
David Sepper. I mean, I understand. I, I understand that's the point. I mean, this is a guy who left a Superfund site essentially in Rock Hill because you know he didn't get the terms that he wanted. Right. He's, he's willing to walk away from bad projects. Yeah, unless it was Matt Rule for some reason. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but like David Tepper has shown you, like if I don't like something, I'm really to, I'm ready to move on. And I bet Scott Fitterer is probably looking at it from the perspective of, man, I've had some swings at this, and I haven't come up with like the big free agent mm -hmm. uh acquisition or some of my draft picks haven't necessarily panned out hey this offensive line that i tried to put together has been a disaster and the guy that i argued with along with david tepper is not necessarily panning out somebody has to be the fall guy and i think all eyes are going to be on scott fitter or the rest of the season the oh for sure and i don't that's fine by me i mean that's that's the nature of the business but i do think the reason why you're seeing a lot of this stuff the doubling down is because somebody has to feel happy and David Tepper has to feel happy. And at some point we're going to have to have a conversation about who actually ran their organization worse, Michael Jordan, who got dunked on every day <laughs> right. as the Hornets owner, or what we've seen out of David Tepper so far with the Carolina Panthers, which is just a continuation of a clown show. I uh, made the joke to my wife, because uh, surely you have seen the things going around about Dundon and Major League Baseball here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let Dundon get a team with no in a league with no salary floor and no salary cap. And Dude. let's all, you know, Dude. just see the parade of garbage owners we have at this state. I was going to say, Steve, Steve, Steve Cohen throwing money at, <laughs> at bad teams. Dundon's like, yeah, let's go. Anyway, I'd, like, right. to, I'd like to see Tom Dundon run the Panthers at this point. I Because you know what Dundon does that Tepper doesn't? What's that? He lets the hockey people, if we, right. can, go, if we can go back to the Carolina Hurricanes here, Dundon learned. He, okay, I got XYZ. This didn't work. This worked. Let me get the hockey people involved. Yeah. And if I can get the right hockey people around, they win. And then ultimately my goal is achieved. Butts in seats, mm -hmm. season ticket sales, advertising dollars, et cetera. David Tepper hasn't learned any of these examples and right. he's not letting football people do football things. Okay. But here's the question then. So I said it was a circle back on Frank Wright. Yeah. All right. Let's say, let's go with your theory. Cause I think it's a good one that Wright did not want Bryce all along. Mm -hmm. I think that Hugh Jackson for all of his failings elsewhere has been pretty open about the fact that in whatever draft that was, that when he was the offensive coordinator of the Cincinnati Bengals, mm -hmm. he really, really wanted Colin Kaepernick, but he wasn't the one that got to make the call. So they end up drafting Andy Dalton. And what does he do? He goes out and puts together an offense around Andy Dalton. What is so wrong that Frank Reich is unable to pivot to something that could work for this skill set for Bryce Young? Because it doesn't even look like it doesn't look like he's calling an offense that would better suit CJ Stroud mm -hmm. or or you know Derek Carr, whoever. It looks like he's just picking up his ball and going home with these play calls. And I know that's not what he's doing. I know he's not acting out actively trying to sabotage another chance. I just yeah. don't understand his hesitation. I didn't watch a lot of Colts football. Yeah. But I can go look at our YouTube, right? And you know how it is on YouTube. It gets in the slipstream yeah. and people start getting fed the video because of the algorithm. What I've found interesting is a lot of Colts fans leaving comments. Mm -hmm. And a lot of Colts fans are saying, yeah, we saw this in Indy. We saw a guy who was way too conservative. Yep. That, you know, mild wing sauce is still too spicy. <laughs> for I mean, at this point with Frank Reich, buttered wings right. might be too spicy for him. Just a little pepper? No, no, no. Can't have that. Yeah. So I... Again, this is just not everybody can watch all 32 teams. In my understanding with Bryce, with uh, with Frank Reich and Indy was, dude just got hit with quarterback bad luck, right? I mean, you have this otherworldly talent in Andrew Luck, and 
you know, speaking of meddlesome owners, Jim right. Irsay is the reason why Andrew Luck's like, man, screw this stuff. I'm out, right? Yeah. And then look at his pattern. He doubled down on Carson Wentz. Mm -hmm. That was his guy. Yeah. Which right off the bat, I'm like, it's to here's a Star Wars reference. Uh, who's the uh, who's the Ahsoka Sith baddie? Or the, she's not even a Sith. Oh yeah, I I don't I never Shin. pick up on names. Yeah, Shin. That's Shin, right. right. Shin's got big. I can fix her vibes. Yes. Right. That's Carson Wentz. This, and by Frank the way, Wright. is a private text conversation we have actually had. I know we've actually had this <laughs> that I'm now spilling over in a podcast form. But Frank Reich and Carson Wentz was essentially, I can fix him. Yeah. Which, I mean, we see that all the time in the NFL with sure. coaches, right? But he couldn't because yeah. Carson Wentz was broke. Carson Wentz is broken. Yep. All right. And what do you do after that? What's what's the quarterback follow-up from Frank from Carson Wentz? Oh, wasn't uh wasn't Rivers before Wentz? And was then it was Rivers, Wentz, and Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Right. Okay. So what does that tell you? What yeah, is Frank Reich comfortable with? He is very similar, actually, to John Gruden. He would rather take a guy that is clearly broken down mm -hmm. than a young dude that he could shape. Yep. Yeah. So, and now not only a young dude that you could shape, here's a young dude that you've never actually coached before in right. terms of his stature, his abilities, and everything else. And all we ever heard from with, with Bryce Young was his processing, his ability, the, the, you know, the way to see the field. He, he aced this video game test that everybody's all worked up about. Okay, cool. Back to your point. What have we seen from Frank Reich to better utilize all the things that supposedly he's good at? Yeah, nothing. I mean, I think that, you know, I watched that game on Sunday and I saw a game plan that was largely built around Bryce's flaws, meaning like, I, I think the thing that is clear is Bryce makes good decisions. He does not make them fast enough. Yeah. Right. So we take the time out of it and everything's a screen. I didn't count up how many screens they threw, but he threw what? 33 passes. I would, I would bet. Well, did you see 65% of them were screen? passes. Did you see the next gen stat graph? Uh, -uh. so there's this, I mean, it was all checkdowns. Yeah. yeah. Basically take the read. If it's not there, which shocking, right. Offensive line sucks. So you don't have time your wide receivers have not developed and they can't separate. Cause yep. that's, that's been my big frustration with, ah, oh, Bryce Young's a bust, blah, 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 blah. Go look at, not to go full, go look at the tape. Yeah. Cause you know me, I'm not one of these idiots. Yeah. But when you see it enough times, you're going, well, where's he supposed to throw to? Right. Well, that's where they developed something to have the safety valve. Okay. Well, you've got these screens. The problem is you don't have Christian McCaffrey to get you the yak. Yep. You traded that dude away. Yep. Oh, he needs a one number one wide receiver. Well, you traded DJ Moore away. Yeah. And then now they want one. What are you going to do? You're going to go get T Higgins and how with, right. what? with what? Yeah. So, you know, there's this, there's this thing where, and I got to complain. And like, all you guys ever do is complain about the Panthers. Well, that's all they've given us to, to, say, to do. What, what like pumping up of the Panthers? What, has what are we been? supposed to do? Number one. Okay. Well, how do you fix it, man? Hey, I'm not getting paid millions of dollars to fix it. Right. I'm not the general manager. I'm not the coach, but okay. Let's say you do task me with fixing this. How are you supposed to? when you've given up assets and it's not just it's not just the Bryce Young trade to move up to get him it's all the other ones and the bad decisions you made to have other quarterbacks not pan out it, it, it is so interesting for them to be playing as you and I are having this conversation it is very interesting to see the team they are getting ready for who have rebuilt into something that people are optimistic about and it was never them making the big move right they got uh Jared Goff because mm -hmm. The Rams wanted uh, Matthew Stafford. They held tight in the draft process with those picks they got from the Rams. I think, what did they move up, like three or four spots for Gibbs? And, yeah, something like that. You know, Gibbs hasn't panned out 
the way that they were thinking he would right away. They're giving David Montgomery far more touches than Gibbs. But you know what? The move they made was not significant. It was not going from nine to one. If I remember right, it was going from like 13 to nine or 13 to 10. Let me ask you. And also he's a running back. I was very much of the opinion that you should keep Brian Burns, Mm -hmm. sign him because it's not like you can just pluck out another edge rusher out of the draft. It seems like you got something you can work with. The market was set this mm-hmm. this offseason thanks to nick bosa and for whatever reason they want to come in really undervalue and now we're here yeah oh you're gonna franchise tag and whatever messaging continues to be a problem for the panthers they should have just they should have traded him away what was it two first round picks yep. 24 and 25 and then with all the assets that you amassed you can then start to build to your point with the lions the one that we keep talking about on the Ovis and Julia podcast is the miami dolphins yeah the Miami Dolphins, you know, Tua Tagovailoa, if we can tie it back to another Alabama quarterback. God bless him. Mind you, Tua came out of college with an injury. Yeah. So there was that in the back of their minds. But the Dolphins never really put him in that situation just yet. I'm pretty sure that Tua didn't start until week eight. That's right. Of his rookie and season. in fact, uh, I believe was benched he was. even after he got started. And I, I don't know if it was a benching so much as it was they were using Ryan Fitzpatrick almost as a football closer in situations. Yeah. And there was an honest conversation about what are we doing with you? Okay, yeah. well, you think you're the future, but we're going to ramp you up to that. Mm-hmm. And we're not gonna, we're going to take you out of situations we don't think we're not comfortable with you doing, okay? And there was a plan. Yeah. Trotting Andy Dalton out on a Monday night game to get short yardage makes you go, wait a minute. Yeah. Was this part of the plan? It's, if you needed a short yardage quarterback, well, then why is Andy Dalton your backup yeah. to begin with? Those types of things. It just the whole thing has been a mess when you've seen other blueprints work out. Yeah. So why couldn't you do the same thing when it was right there for you? So as we wind down this episode, do you have any optimism that this combination of Reich and Bryce will ever work the way we hoped it would? No. Not now. Yeah, I kind of don't either. No, I don't. Uh, it so it really comes down to um, who's who's the next coach for Bryce Young mm-hmm. with the Carolina Panthers because I don't see this working out with Frank Wright. And more importantly, is David Tepper going to continue to learn lessons and apply them? With yeah, the next hire because the Frank Reich hire was predictable, yeah. right? You go and you get the hot coaching name in 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 uh, in Matt Rule. You you made splashy headlines because you outbid the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here wondering if the Giants felt like they dodged a bullet right. with, with Matt Rule. Although Matt Rule in New York would have been oh, <laughs> content gold. And My he goodness. Was, he was pre that hire was pre them hiring Dable, right? Yes, like Dable was. was the next cycle. Yeah, it was the next cycle. So I do wonder. Oh, know, right. That was when Joe Judge became yeah. <laughs> the guy, by the way, for for people that aren't in a uh, <laughs> SEC college football fans, he was Mississippi State's backup plan if they could not get Mike Leach. Yikes. I think that is really important to point out. R.I.P. <laughs> so, but, but back to my thing with Frank, uh, with how they hired Frank Wright. You went with the hot coaching name that had no experience. And what do you do? You go and you get the old guy. Yeah. You go get the safe hire, the, the football lifer, and he's going to bring all of his football lifer friends with him. Mm-hmm. He made a big deal about the brain trust yeah. around. So far, I'm not seeing squat out of this brain trust. Right. I agree. And you, now you wonder, I'm like, okay, if Tepper learns the lesson of, okay, 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 okay. I got the first hire wrong. The second hire was like a classic sophomore mistake. Oh, maybe I should have hired the young offensive mind, like a, like a Steichen, which... 
he was in the mix at one point. Or, right. Oh man, look at this! Look what this McDaniel guy is doing. Yeah. Where Tua's got limitations, and yet they can scheme around those issues and go and look like Super Bowl contenders outside mm-hmm. of this game against Buffalo. They're not doing any of that stuff with Bryce Young, and I don't see it happening with Frank Wright because you can't teach an old dog new tricks, dude. I, I will tell you as a Bryce fan what my greatest fear would be. Let's say on in this year, let's say they just go, hey, Frank doesn't have it. We're going to move on. Yeah. I worry there is some aspirational um, Jerry Jones in Dave Tepper, and we get the, uh, hey, you know who would actually be better for this job is the young offensive mind already on staff. And that is how we end up uh, with coach McCown. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I, I, to me, the, the, the Panthers are just, it sucks because I was very optimistic about kind of riding this Panthers wave, man, rookie quarterback, number one pick in the draft, new coach, like actual optimism, yeah. dude, all torched. Dude, we had, when we were having conversations about the network, it was, this is the opportunity for a Panthers podcast. Well, thanks for nothing, Panthers. Yeah. Thanks for nothing, David Tyre. I feel like we're owed compensation for that. And then... Uh, Emotional distress. Yeah. And then we'll have to owe Origin Sports, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can come up with other content. Oh, good. Good. <laughs>